Hello there. I don't know why I'm talking like Obi-Wan. That's not Obi-Wan. He says, hello there to R2, right? Right? <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. I think I sound nasally today for a variety of reasons, which I'll tell you about in a few minutes. But um, the uh, it's not a big deal, really. Um, today is uh, July 1st. July 1st, 2018. This is going to be podcast 689. Uh, what I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to try to go through some of my favorite television that I viewed in the last sort of TV season. You know, TV seasons are traditionally from like September to May, June. So uh, now we're pretty much through the, the you know, TV seasons aren't quite what they used to be. They they jump around. They're, they don't all fall into that pattern, but most shows still do if you watch network shows especially. So that is the target or the goal. I, I sound like a business guy. I had too much work junk going on lately. But that's the plan for today's podcast uh, here on Trex and Sci-Fi. Talk about a couple other things. And yeah, it should be a good time, I hope, uh, for everyone. And thanks for tuning in again. And uh, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right. Welcome back and welcome to the show once more, once again, to all of you nerds and geeks and geeklets. Is geeklet a word? I think maybe I should get that website, geeklet. Uh, would that be like a baby geek? Um, you know, my uh, I've said, I think a few times on the podcast, my older son who got married uh, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Uh, they're, they're expecting uh, he and his wife. Uh, Stephen and Marcy uh, are expecting their first child uh, in August, which is now, we can say, because it's July 1st today, we can say next month. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, I, I think I'm going for the moniker of uh, Pappy. I kind of like Pappy. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see. But um, everything's going great on that front. And this isn't the, uh, you know, geek talk yet. I, I usually open podcasts with some general jibber jabber and this last week oh my gosh so many uh <laughs> it's been it's been really a rough week or two i have a feeling i'm going to uh, oh a bit of uh, a really good news i i was getting a little bit panicky cuz now we're only a few weeks away from it but i i just got on friday it showed up my official press badge for uh san diego comic con my first time out uh, my san diego comic con virgin I'm certainly not a con virgin. I've been to plenty of cons, uh, but uh, this is my first time going to San Diego. I, the badge showed up on Friday, and I had gotten an email a day, maybe two before that, saying it had shipped. They usually ship these out like that. Well, well, they said originally three to four weeks in advance. So we're we were getting down to, I think we're about three weeks away, a little little more than three weeks. So it was starting to be like, okay, uh, you know what's going on here. So. Uh, but nothing to worry about. You know, I, I months back, I, I got a hotel. I, I got uh, plane tickets. So that's all set. That's been set. And it was just a matter of getting the, uh, 
I, I mean, I had the documentation, I had the email, I had the, all the info about that I had been, um, you know, accepted, a, you know, as a press person to to get a badge for the for the con. And uh, and, and there is a booth there to register, not register, but if the badge doesn't show up or the badge gets lost, there's ways to get one right on site. So, but I didn't really, of course, want to do that, uh, especially when you're flying across the country. So anyway, well set about San Diego Comic-Con. So that was a bit of good news, but the last week or two, well, work, work for me, uh, I like my job. I work in paint and coatings for, for automotive uh, use. I, I've probably said a few times, uh, powder coating specifically, but it, the last few weeks have just been killing me. It's just been so many so many global projects and worldwide things that are just a mess, frankly. And it's just, it's just one thing after another. Each day there's some new catastrophe somewhere. Uh, but I'm handling it. So that it's been a little bit of rough roughness at, at, at work. The reason I was talking about Comic-Con is I'm really looking forward to the break of the monotony. Not monotony, but just the break of all these things, work things and other stuff. And then... Couple of things. Our our poor puppy Kaylee got a little hurt on her ear. Um, she got a little cut there, and, and um, she's fine. She's fine. But it needed to get. Um, uh, they use uh, not to gross anybody out, but they actually use uh, staples to staple it. <laughs> she's a big golden retriever, so she has those kind of floppy ears. Anyway, she's fine. She's perfectly fine. Her ear will be no no worse for the wear once it's all healed up. But. The poor thing now she has to wear this silly little, you know, the little dog cone thing for about a week and a half or something, which I feel terrible about, you know, that she's stuck with that. And because because dogs tend to if they get injured, they'll they'll rub at it or scratch and things like that unconsciously sometimes. And they don't know. And, and we obviously don't want her to tear anything more or do anything to it. So that that's why it, typically if a dog gets some kind of an injury, a lot of times they have to wear those cones. So that happened, and then to top it all off, we got into a heat wave here in Michigan, which doesn't happen a lot in the summer. You know, we live in the north. Michigan wet winter, Michigan winters are rough, but the summers aren't that bad generally. But this summer has been, you know, and I know a lot of the country in the U.S. at least has been cooking pretty good. We're no exception. We're we're into the 90s, and and for some people are probably like going, ah, it's just the 90s. Yeah, but you guys have your air conditioning on all the time. Well, lo and behold, I got home on Friday after work and our air conditioning wasn't working. <laughs> it was, uh, we, it turned out we, I had one very, very uncomfortable evening on Friday night, but the guy fixed it yesterday. Uh, I'm pretty handy and I had it kind of narrowed down. It, what it turned out to be, it was actually the blower motor in the furnace itself. The AC unit, you know, of course, sits outside the house and, uh, and it was coming on, uh, you know, we were getting cold in the coil in the, in the furnace but the blower wouldn't come on in the furnace. So long story short, a little bit now it's fixed, but I, I feel a little like between the AC and the hot weather and craziness, I feel a little nasally and haven't slept well, super well the last couple of nights, especially Friday. Last night was better. And then to add, you know, add to that, I, I love how I'm just, uh, you know, my, my Rico Trex and sci-fi has turned into a venting fest, but yeah, I, I have to laugh about these things. So, th so, so then to top it all off, our, the movie theater that I normally go to is has pretty much gone to buying reserve tickets online. You know, you you it used to be I just would drive over there a little early, buy a ticket, go to a movie. So sometime last week, I, I, I haven't had a chance to see the Jurassic uh, World movie 
So sometime last week, I said, oh, I'll go over the weekend. So I set up a, um, I bought a ticket for a Saturday, yesterday, and I, the guy was here fixing the, the, um, the blower in the, in the blower motor in the furnace thing. So I pretty much got stuck and couldn't go to, and there's no refunds. So there, there was like 10 bucks or what, 11 bucks or something that went, which is the first time that's ever happened where I bought a ticket to just about anything and haven't been able to make it to the thing. So I, I went on the uh, website this morning, but, but for the same show, I'm going to go at one o'clock this afternoon uh, for uh, Jurassic World. So I haven't seen it yet, but I, I, this theater doesn't really check carefully, really, when you go in. I probably could have just walked in and sat in a back row seat or something. But I'm frankly too too darn honest of a guy. And I'm a little bothered that they don't have a way to get refunds. You know, I, I looked on their site yesterday when I knew I wasn't going to be able to get to the movies. But, the, um, the you know, these things are all non-refundable, which is a little... I, I guess I understand it because they don't want people buying a bunch of tickets and then getting refunds and then having shows that looked like they were sold out, but then they're not and junk like that. I, I don't know. seems like even if you had a, a time window, like you have to at least give, say, 24 hour, you know, it's like like canceling a hotel room, for example, I travel and uh, most hotels in general, even if you're checking in, like if I was checking into a hotel um, tonight, right? to stay overnight tonight, typically, you know, you have to like five, even like six o'clock at night of that night to cancel. Some hotels vary. Sometimes it's 24 hour notice. It can vary a little bit from place to place, but because I can remember distinctly one time I got stuck uh, between flights and couldn't make it to a hotel. So I was calling them and it was literally like five or 10 minutes after that deadline. And I, and, and they said, well, it's past the deadline. And I'm like, really, for five minutes, you're going to charge me a night. I mean, it was a work trip. So I was saying, all right, if you have to charge me, go ahead. But I was, I was a little annoyed, you know, that, that, that five or 10 minutes was some whatever, but they eventually, they, they really didn't, they canceled the room and didn't charge me or didn't charge the company. But, um, boy, I'm spinning. I feel like I'm talking about a lot of weird stuff that you guys probably don't care about, but I, I think there's a reasoning behind it all. So if I found, I sound a little nasally, if I sound a little, um, tired, maybe today, I, I apologize. That's the last, you know, few days, the last week or so has been kind of rough, uh, but I'm surviving. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I'm the, the, the nasaliness, I, 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 I've always found being in air conditioning for, for extended periods of time bothers me actually more than the heat. I think it's the, 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 the cold versus the warm, you know, your body, your nasal passages don't know how to react. Maybe could be a little bit of an allergy thing, but I don't really have allergies typically, so I don't know. But I'm trying to power through, right? Is that the way to say it? So let's talk about some uh, geeky things. Uh, there's a uh, uh, talk about a few bits of things in the news. Looks like there's a lot of uh, changes going on still over at Star Trek Discovery. I read some things online this morning about. They, they've hired another executive producer, a new executive producer, uh, and they're, they've got some writers they're promoting, some other writers and people that were involved last year. After they, they dumped those couple of writers uh, out, the writers slash executive producers from last year. So it's, it's uh, you know, there's been some talk about this online, and Star Trek has, has had, you know, up and downs, TNG, Certainly had a lot of writer up and downs until it settled into a good groove until about season three. So uh, it's not a, you know, it, it, it's 
it's somewhat unfortunate, you know, in this day and age, I, I always find it interesting. I talk about this sometimes with people about the, the, any company, even in, you know, Hollywood or anything else, you know, getting the right people for the right jobs and, and having a good fit is, is always sometimes a, it can be a very tricky thing. Like there's somebody that I work with at one of the car companies here in the, the Detroit area that she was, um, she's no longer at this place after only being there for about a year. And I'm pretty sure it was because it was pretty obvious she wasn't a good fit for the job. Um, and, and she left very suddenly too. So that usually means that the company itself thought they weren't a good fit. So it's, it's, it, it is hard. You never really know uh, how people will work out until they're there and they're working and, and the kind of people they are and the kind of work that they do. So, um, but anyway, that's happening with Star Trek Discovery. Uh, what else is going on? Unfortunately, and I'll talk about this probably when I get into more TV talk, uh, the TV series, one of my favorites of the last couple of years, Timeless, finally got finally got really, really canceled. You know, it only had two seasons. The second season was even shorter. It had been canceled after season one. It got a, sort of a very late, 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 like, okay, we'll bring it back. Um, NBC did, and uh, it was a time travel show, awesome show. I'll talk more about it in the uh TV section and try to get people to at least watch, you know, what it, what there is out of the show. Uh, but that was a bit of news that came out. They finally completely canceled it. And uh, that's unfortunate. It looks like, though, that they're going to maybe do a two hour, uh, maybe some kind of a two hour final movie uh, or they're, they're trying uh, and they've tried to shop it around. I guess I am talking about Timeless now, but they um, haven't had any luck finding anybody uh, like a Netflix or anyone to pick up the show. So uh and uh, what what let's I, I guess since we're going to talk about TV uh, mostly on today's podcast, let's talk about movies. Like I said, I'm going to see Jurassic World today. Later today, I'm expecting that'll be fun. I need a I need a uh, a pick me up and a change of pace. Sit in a nice dark, cold, air conditioned uh, movie theater. <laughs> uh, the last I guess I saw out before that. Oh, I don't know if I talked about it. I think I did a little bit. Yeah, I guess I did on. Uh, Saw Incredibles 2. That was fun. Uh, of course, the solo movie I, I saw, that was great. Uh, the, the summer, this summer really, to me, the, the, the really big movies have already come and gone. Uh, there, there's one, probably one or two more big ones. We have, um, I mean, Jurassic World's a big one, and I'm going to see that today. The uh, Also, at the end of this week, I think it is, the Ant-Man and Wasp movie comes out, which looks like a lot of fun. I'm sure we'll do well. Uh, we've got a few other ones still. We've got the next Mission Impossible movie, which I, I do enjoy those movies. That comes out at the end of July. Uh, in August, I think it's, I don't think there's a lot in August, is there? Uh, and then there's a new Predator movie in September, I think. Uh, but, uh, you know, summers have really been advanced. You know, they've got these movies coming out in March, April. Uh, they, they did the Tomb Raider movie. You know, Avengers came out way back at the end of April. So a couple months ago for that now, and although, gosh, it was almost still showing in theaters. I think it might be in some. So the, uh, yeah, so movies, uh, going out to the movies is, is is I think it last summer, there was almost something coming out every week that I wanted to see. They weren't all like comic book or sci-fi or fantasy kinds of films. There was just some fun movies that looked good that I wanted to see uh, last year. That, that had a lot of, uh, you know, some good action and, and adventure in that. So, but this year, I, I think I feel like I have a little bit more of a break because there, there aren't, there is, I don't have every, something like written down for each week to see. 
that I, I'm desperate to see at the theater. So, uh, which is just as well because it seems like it's turning into a bit of a, a hectic summer. Uh, plus, I'll be at Comic Con for four or five days. Uh, I'm going to be there, by the way. For anyone out going to San Diego Comic Con, uh, you know, hey, uh, treksf at gmail.com. Uh, I'm not going to give out my phone number over the the internet on a podcast, but um, send me an email if you want to meet up somewhere. Uh, I have, I'll have my phone, obviously, I can check that there. Uh, but I will be out there, I think I've said on another show, I'm going to be out there from the 18th of July. Yeah, that's Wednesday the 18th. I'll be at preview night that night, and then I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and, and coming back, flying back. I won't really be at the con on Sunday uh, at all, so flying back on Sunday to Michigan. So uh, that's my schedule. That's my plan. I'm hoping to run into some people out there. Obviously, Kenny, uh, looking forward to seeing you again. Uh, I saw Kenny a couple of years ago, was out in California for a work thing, and we managed to connect up for a very fun day. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm going to do a little costuming, uh, and it's going to be great. I'm really excited. It's probably going to be the, the most tired I'm going to be, though. I, 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 I feel like I feel like I really needed to take Monday off work. I come back on Sunday and I'll be back around the early evening. But I, I have a feeling after that whole thing, it's going to be Monday's going to be uh, tiring to go to work, pick, get up and go to work the next day. So, uh, all right. I think that's about enough junk, uh, junk uh, stuff to cover before the main topic. Let me uh, take a brief break here and get a little organized more and then come back and talk about some of my favorite Television shows from the, we'll call it the 2017 to, to 2018 TV season. When you're not listening to Treks and Sci-Fi and our friend Rico, please listen to the Anomaly Podcast. You can find us online at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Okay, I'm back. All right, so the the television season, uh, you know, I'm a big TV watcher. I'm still a big watcher of network television. I know a lot of people have gone to only watching things on, you know, Netflix after they're released. Either it's a TV show released or a movie months down the road or Hulu, perhaps, or other things. But uh, but I like I like the tradition of still watching television week to week, getting the story, letting it slowly kind of evolve and develop over time rather than sitting down on a, on a Saturday and watching, you know, a dozen episodes of, of a season or more, or in two days, you know, 10 episodes one day, 10 episodes another. I, I just feel like you get, um, I don't think at all you get the same effect that way. I, I just have a feeling for, for one, I think the the suspense and the mystery is, 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 is gone kind of you're, you're, you're getting fed like shows that end in, uh, one, one of the things, uh, and, and I'll just kind of general talk for a little bit here. We'll get into specific shows and stuff, but you know, one of the things that some of the Netflix Marvel shows do is they'll, they'll put a little kind of cliffhanger somewhat at the ends of episodes, right. To get people to watch again. But I don't think it has much of a, it gets you to maybe, you know, for some to, to sit there and binge and, and watch another episode, but there isn't really much of a, it's not much of a cliffhanger, right? When it, you just wait like the, literally the minute or two of, of getting to the next episode of, to see what happens. I think about big cliffhangers that happened um, throughout um, things that I've enjoyed over the years. You know, the big ones, uh, I can remember when Empire Strikes Back came out and, you know, when Vader says, Luke, I'm your father, spoiler alert, after 
you know, how long has it been? 83, 35 years, right? 35 years of empire now or the 35, uh, 35th anniversary. But, um, the, um, Oh, no, sorry, not 83. What am I doing? God, cross me off the Star Wars fan list right now. No, 1980 for Empire, 83 for Jedi. So, um, but, um, you know, you get the idea. So three more years than that. So 38. But with when that happened, we had to wait. I had to wait three years, really, to find out what was going to happen. You know, Han was carried away in carbonite. Luke lost a hand. He, you know, he's got Vader as a daddy now, I guess. I still always was... Still shocked that it turned out to be true, uh, but but anyway, and then you know another one like Best of Both Worlds when Picard was Borgified and you know you, you know there he's battling Riker and that season ended right on that big cliffhanger and then you had to wait at least for the summer to for the cliffhanger to end. So um, I like to you know still watch shows week to week. Now I get a little behind. I watch a, a fair amount of things, so I get a little behind. Sometimes episodes build up on the TiVo a little bit. But there's just uh, the uh, what I'm going to try to talk about mostly today are shows that I don't really get behind on that I watch not always when they air, but either but I'll watch them within a day or two of that you know the week that they air. One I with the internet I don't like to be spoiled. I really really and I and I've been spoiled on shows many times, uh, not in you know trying to look for a spoiler you know seeing what happens or anything like that, but I. Um, it's hard with like some shows that are very popular. If something big happens on a show, if I didn't watch it that night and I get up the next day and I'm just kind of scanning through Facebook or whatever, it, it's it's not hard to find or, you know, accidentally find uh, somebody talking about, hey, such and such died on that show last night or whatever, or this and this and this happened, you know, this type of thing. Uh, the, the Walking Dead has been kind of bad for that, although I've kind of gotten to a point with the walking dead of like, I don't really care frankly anymore. Um, but, um, the, um, so the point is, is I, I want to talk about shows that I'll, I'll watch as they come out pretty much. And, and the, the ones that I look forward to the most, uh, each year and, and the, um, or each or this past season, we'll say, uh, one uh, set of shows that I've watched for the last few years, several years, and are probably some of my favorites on television is the whole, um, CW, DC uh, comic book shows. This includes uh, Arrow that started it, uh, then Flash came after, then DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I think this is the right order. Then Supergirl, right? They're on there. She's on there now. Uh, and then um, now they have Black Lightning as well, but we'll talk about that one in a few minutes. The um, These shows are have always been great to me. They're always a lot of fun. They, they stay somewhat connected with each other a little bit. They do crossovers. Uh, they had a great one this year involving Earth-X with sort of like a... It was almost like the mirror universe of, of DC because it was all... All the heroes were villains in that other Earth, that kind of thing. So um, so with all that said, I I'll comment a little bit on each of these shows uh, from the past season of ones that I uh, that I liked and, and a little bit... Now, I won't give away... Um, Here's a, a little bit of warning, but I, I'm I'm trying going to try very hard to talk about these shows without spoiling anything too much. I'll just talk in general terms if you guys haven't seen them, so you should be pretty safe. Um, the Flash has always been uh, to me the most fun and the, my favorite. I love the characters. I think this season was it was a good one. It was it had a very interesting arc. I think they had a good villain. Uh, I I got a little. Um, I thought it was stretched a little long. 
uh, you know, in the way they did it and paced a little strange. Not, nothing bad, but I think when you have a pretty much a season long, and they do a lot, these seasons are fairly long for uh, these shows. I think Flash had 22 or 23 episodes. So the, the uh, you know, you've got to maintain and sustain that kind of uh, uh, thing, and they have their ups and downs. But I, I think it was a good one and, and, and fun, and, and there are some things that happened at the end of the season that are going to, bleed over and change things for the coming season of the flash by the way all these shows got renewed all of them are coming back uh the other one uh that i thought um i thought arrow and supergirl both also had pretty strong seasons and dc legends of tomorrow they were all fun dc's legends of tomorrow was just that show is just goofy fun uh i think it was you know for the most part uh maybe not quite as goofy as it's been at sometimes this year but i i really liked it i thought that they had a interesting bad guy and or bad you know like villains to go after uh i love the the group of characters and they really play with mixing up the cast a bit and mixing up who's working with who and it's it's really fun and and um trying to encourage people if maybe the show didn't seem something like it was appealing to you when you first came out give it another shot uh, arrow is is always the most grim of the shows it's sort of the batman of uh, of these shows uh, Oliver, uh, played by Stephen Amell, I still think is, is great. I think he's a perfect Green Arrow. Uh, I, I like his supporting cast. They've really developed a lot of the supporting cast and characters over the years on that show. And they had a solid season. I wasn't as happy with this season as I had with some of the others. I, I thought the bad guy that, you know, the final villain in this season for Arrow was was a little weak and, and, and just, frankly, annoying to me. <laughs> he was... Kind of more of a bully and, and not, he didn't appear to be that smart. And the fact that he was able to stay two steps ahead of Oliver sometimes was a little surprising to me. They had a lot of opportunities to really take the guy out and it kind of didn't go that way. Uh, so uh, anyway, the so it was still fun though. I love the cast and uh, the characters are great. So uh, And uh, so I've talked about all those. Supergirl, I didn't talk about too much. I, I, I think they had a strong season. They they had a they had kind of a, a pretty core situation with a pretty core um, problem villains and or thing to solve. Uh, there's uh, quite a bit of things that happened in Supergirl though over the season that are going to lead into some differences next year. And I'm not really quite sure when these shows do these things. Is it is it really just the writers doing it, or is it something behind the scenes for some of the changes that they make in terms of? The, the, the show, and, and I don't want to, again, I'm, I'm dodging and not saying too much, but uh, again, all these shows I think will have a little bit of a difference, uh, differences to some level next year. Uh, and that's good. Change is fun and change is good. And you don't want to just rinse, repeat and be the same each year. So, uh, so yeah, that, uh, so that's that one. And then um, I guess, oh, the, the other one, Black Lightning. All right. So Black Lightning, I tried to watch and uh, I just... It, it, it just, I watched about four or five of them, maybe even more, maybe like six. And I just, it just wasn't doing much for me. It, it was, it was this just kind of inner city thing. It didn't seem to have the gravitas of, and, and I get it that that's okay. It's just not the show, not a show for me as much. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, the, the, the characters, the main guy was pretty interesting. I thought he did a good job and all that, but it just didn't do much for me. So I kind of dropped that one. I might go back to it sometime. 
I think it's coming back. I think it's also coming back next year. So, um, so that is the, the, the CW superhero show lineup, always some of the fun stuff, always stuff that I watch week to week, pretty much when it's airing or the next day. Uh, and, uh, I'm going to take just a little bit of a pause, a little break, and then come back and talk about some of the sci-fi things, including a, a little brief uh, brief talk about Discovery uh, and, and some of the other um, shows that I enjoyed in this last TV season. Hey, this is Larry Nimichek, the, uh, <laughs> the mayor of Trekland, and you're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Star Trek Discovery. I've um, had some podcasts about Discovery already. Uh, you, I've Obviously, you guys, if you're listening to the podcast regularly, you know that I enjoyed it. Many people that uh, interact with me on other, who do other podcasts also enjoyed it. And yeah, I think the show developed really well. I thought it was a real interesting season one. They certainly pulled out all the stops. They did some pretty bold, crazy things, I think. I get it that it might not be Star Trek or 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 the kind of Star Trek show I should say a that some people wanted. You know, they all there was all this comparison over the year over this uh, early in the um, you know it it aired mostly the fall and then the winter time that um, the the other show Orville right Seth MacFarlane's uh, Trek like show very Trek like crazy how Trek <laughs> how Trek like it was right especially like TNG era Trek. Uh, so much so that I, I just can't still, I guess someone at who owns the license for Trek uh, on TV, you know, was okay with it that they got it, but still amazes me, but a very different show. And, and, and I really, I think, you know, when you, when you sort of sit back and I, and I understand everybody has different, you know, movies, television, books, records, I've said many times are a matter of taste. There's maybe a little bit of an objective quality to it that you could put things under, but it's a lot of subjectiveness. So I somewhat feel that if if Star Trek, if the new Star Trek show, when Discovery premiered or whatever the new Trek show would have been, if it had been like Orville, where it looked like, oh, they had gone back in time 20 years to TNG almost. I mean, I'm not I'm not dismissing or dissing that show Orville. I thought they did a good job. I thought they had interesting episodes. I thought they had nice messages in those episodes. But I, I, I don't know if I really want that as a new Trek show. I want something different, something bold, something uh, to, to kind of shake things up. Now, I've said this, that I still, still firmly, strongly, can't, can't emphasize it enough, strongly believe that this constant going back with, with doing Trek in in different periods in the past, you know, they did Enterprise there, and then they and then they do another show that's between Enterprise and the original series. I mean, I don't think that's the best idea. I don't think it was a great idea. I still don't think it was. I like Discovery a lot. I think it's a great show, especially for the first season. I think it's one of the best first Trek seasons of any Trek series, except for the original series, of course. Um, but I would have preferred something in the future way out in the future, shoot, shoot something, you know, a hundred years down the road or whatever. But, uh, that's not what it was. That's not what we got. So I'm going to enjoy what we've got as best I can and get over and past that. Unlike some star Wars fans these days who can't seem to get over the fact that the movies they're getting are not quite what they want. And, uh, you guys just need to like, if you don't like them that badly, um, 
you're not going to get Lucasfilm or Kathleen Kennedy fired, or you're not going to get anything that you guys are wanting in your little petitions and, and fundraisers or whatever you're trying to do. Uh, just, uh, and if there are people listening to this podcast that are on that bandwagon, well, you should know by now, I don't have that opinion. And, and, uh, you probably, this isn't the podcast for you because I've really got a problem with that. I, Hey, I wanted Luke, uh, here's a spoiler warning. I wanted Luke to be portrayed a little different than he was in the last Jedi too. But that that is that wasn't the movie, and I still very much enjoyed that movie anyway. Uh, the uh, so point again back to discovery is that if it isn't for you, I get it. Give things a shot. I always say give things at least a few episodes. Try it. Uh, I think definitely the first two episodes of Discovery are very different. They really don't have. I mean, they set things up, but they don't. They're not really like the rest of the the, the season was or the rest of the show was. So. Uh, I think they did a good job. Uh, you can still watch the thing. It's on CBS All Access. You can sign up for a free trial and binge the whole thing and basically pay nothing. For all the people who complained about that, what was it, five bucks? Five bucks a month? Five ninety-five or six bucks? Say almost six. Was it I think it was five ninety-five, at least in the US. Uh, for all those complaining about that little very small amount that we all paid for those watching it when it was airing for roughly three, four months worth. Um you can watch the whole thing now for free. So there really is no reason not to, unless you just can't stand it for some reason, which I, I, if you like Trek, I can't understand how you would just be in that camp of like, Oh, I can't stand this. I guess there are some, but I'm trying to encourage everyone, you know, they're, they're started to film or starting to film, excuse me, season two this month in July is what I've heard. So, Hey, you've probably still got a good six months. I still think the show won't be back until 2019. But uh, watch it. Give it a shot. It's like 15 episodes. You can certainly watch that. And I think you get a one or a two week free trial. Maybe even it's a month free trial. I don't know. But you can certainly watch it in a weekend if you want. Um, Even though, of course, I just said not to do it that way. But that's not how I did it because I was trying to support it and trying to watch it as it was coming out each week. Uh, And it was always fun. You know, it was really fun on Sunday night. We would um, I would watch it. And then I was doing a little online chatting with with some of the Trucks and sci-fi friends of mine, you know, the the Anomaly ladies and others, uh, Star Wars Dax people, you know, all the usuals you hear on like the Skype cast. We, we would just sort of talk after. Most of us were watching it pretty much as it was airing for the most part. Some people uh, were, were not watching it till like the next day or two, so we had to be a little careful. But, uh, you know, that was a very nice, fun s- Sunday treat, right? You know, before the work week, sit down. It was airing uh, 8.30 here in the evening for me. And I would sit down, watch it for an hour, and then and then get on, hop online, and we could talk about it. And I missed that. And I looking forward to it very much coming back uh, in whatever, whenever it comes back, probably early 2019, I, I guess. So, uh, so yeah, that that was a huge favorite of mine. And I guess we can talk a little bit more, more about Orville now. That was another real fun show for the year. They they did a shorter season. What we had 12 episodes or 13, something like that, uh, which which was unfortunate. I wish we had more. Uh, I think uh, by the time it comes back, I, I, I keep hearing that it, it probably won't come back until 2019, too, um, as well, like Discovery. So, uh, But I think Seth did a great job. Uh, I know some people are, they feel like him making a show like this and starring it, it is kind of self-serving. But I think he was good in the in the role of Captain Mercer, and uh, I, I like the cast. I, I like the other characters. I think they're going to have some changes. I think I've heard about a few differences. Um for the new season, 
but uh, but yeah, a fun show. Um, not uh, not nearly as intense and and uh, dark and edgy as as Discovery, uh, but uh, very very much like the old TNG I found, and but with some solid stories. And uh, I I found the only thing about Orville for me, especially in the probably early half of the season, is the humor seemed a little sometimes misplaced. It, it was like I, I kept thinking to myself, does this thing want to be a comedy? Does it want to be a drama? And it was I think they settled, <clears throat> excuse me, settled into a groove that worked better eventually. But I think at first it was, eh, you know, <clears throat> they would just be in a situation and just the joke would get dropped. And it was just I don't know it it not. I, I do like Seth MacFarlane's stuff. I watch Family Guy and American Dad still and all that. But uh some of the humor in this show, I, I was having a hard time sometimes with it, but uh, but some of it I liked, uh, and I and I still don't want it to be like super serious. I think that wouldn't work. I don't think they've set it up like that. So, all right, I'm going to try to play a little clip from what I want to talk about next, and uh, and then I'll be back. The time machine was stolen by terrorists. That's not troubling. What if they've already planted agents in history? We've got work to do. Be with us. Be on the right side of history. Lucy, this is so much bigger than you and me. I've lost everything. You haven't lost me. We need to talk. Timeless. New season Sunday, March 11th on Global. Yeah, so I had to talk uh, a, a bit more about Timeless. Uh, probably one of my favorites of the last two years on television. Just such a great show, great concept. Uh, the idea of time travel is always fun. I mean, it, it, you know, if done well, time travel is one of the most mainstay, fascinating things. And, and the, the thing that was cool about this show that I thought, and this isn't really giving anything away because it's all in the trailers for these for the show. It, it lasted, you know, basically a season and a half. It had a shorter second season. And I know it's it was left a little unresolved, and I'm hoping they're going to still do a TV movie, but I still think it's worthwhile for people to watch if you didn't watch it, just to see what you missed, <laughs> and to appreciate what we got, uh, and a great cast. But what I was trying to say, or what I was going to say about time travel things, is this show monkeyed with time. The, uh, the, the, the overall kind of premise was it is there are kind of two competing groups that were traveling through time, or people. And one was trying to mess with history, basically U.S. history for the most part, and alter, <clears throat> excuse me, alter the present, you know, with sort of a butterfly effect situation where if they go back in time and prevent somebody from dying or maybe kill someone or, or, or do something else, that that could have a, a ripple effect throughout time. And then in the present would be different. So they were trying to reshape, uh, uh, basically reshape uh, the country uh, and this bad group. And then, of course, we have the heroes, uh, the, the, the trio uh, uh, of uh, Lucy, Wyatt and, and Rufus that are traveling through time to try to stop the stop this from happening. And, and, and uh, almost kind of quantum leap in a way where, you know, trying to write what when's what's wrong, what, you know, things. But. They uh, things happened and the, the cast was great. The, the stories were solid. There was a lot of intrigue and things going on behind. Uh, and I it's hard for me to to describe it. And it's hard for me to explain too much without giving things away. But really, a really a good show, a solid 
show that that deserved uh, a, a good run, like four or five seasons at least on television. And it's unfortunate. We're in an age of, you know, if it's not getting the ratings, you know, some shows they'll, they'll kind of keep around for a while. But this was not an, uh, a cheap show to make. You know, they went to different time periods and there were effects and things going on in that. So uh, uh, I, d- I don't know how much that figures into, you know, I don't know if a low rated show, if it's just done on a set that they don't ever have to spend a bunch of money for each week. Uh, maybe that's more likely to stick around if it's lower rated than a, a show that costs more money. But. With all that said, Timeless, uh, well worth a look still. Uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix, you know, season one, but I'm sure you can find it somehow. Uh, and uh, I'm sure it's out on, on DVD, Blu-ray or whatever, but uh, maybe Hulu, maybe Netflix. Check out Timeless, uh, well worth your time. Ha, get the pun. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, a couple other things, a couple other shows that I've enjoyed over the last year. The hero it deserves. It is a thin Kevlar weave with reinforced forearm protection. The whole uniform is bulletproof. I feel safer already. Watching Batman finally begin is thrilling. Yeah, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. James Gordon! Play nice. No. How many times has Gotham become a war zone? You really think Penguin is gonna make this go away? Penguin's taking over. This is our way back on top. <laughs> Who's Rachel Ghoul? That's what I've been trying to find out. I'm a Falcon. You want the city back from Penguin? I'll give that to you. I want them dead! They're walking into a trap. I'm more for you protecting the innocent, but I won't have you risking your life over a thief. Rachel Ghoul. I think you know why I'm here. Time you tell me what's going on. I can't. Gotham, all new this Thursday. Or watch anytime on these. Yeah, so that was uh, uh, one of the trailers to uh, the the season that just aired of Gotham. Uh, the um, that's on Fox. Uh, it's basically a, uh, a story or a show about Gotham City. It's been on for four seasons now. I've really enjoyed this show a lot. It, it's it's probably maybe not a superhero or comic book show for everyone, but it's 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 really wacky, uh, not wacky in a in a like a goofy comedy way, but just th- this is the kind of show that 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 wild, crazy things happen on uh, and not even really like DC's Legends of Tomorrow, not even like that show. But ju- just to show that that really can surprise me. And I, I like that. And uh, the cast the cast again i feel like i'm saying this about every show but tv shows that i enjoy a lot the cast i have to like and i have to enjoy the characters and the and the actors and this show's got a, a amazing cast of characters obviously batman and all the rogues gallery um is uh is is a well fleshed out universe so that they have a great template to to work from uh i i think uh i think it's really really well done and uh uh, ben McKenzie is that I think that's the actor's name plays Gordon who kind of centers the show plays plays uh well he's he you know he was a detective and things have changed I don't want to say too much but uh James Gordon he plays uh you know of course Batman's kind of like you know go-to guy at, at the police you know and you know Harvey Bullock is here and and 
their their buddies, partners, but things happen. And over the course of four seasons, and the last season I think was was really solid, really great. Uh, this show has really turned into, I think, um, quite a great series. And it's getting, I think it's already been announced that next season, it's it's coming back next season. And it, I think they've announced it's going to be its last season. So I'm, I'm looking forward to how they're wrapping it up. You know, Bruce, uh, when the show started, they started right when um, uh, Bruce's parents got killed. You know, Batman, who becomes Batman, Bruce Wayne's parents get killed. And that's kind of how the show starts. And it's slowly... Over time, of course, the the actor that plays Bruce Wayne uh, has gotten older, and now he's like a late-age teenager, I would say. Maybe he's supposed to be maybe 18-ish or something like that. So they've they've tried to show his transition slowly to, to towards what he's going to become a, a hero, and there are all these like little things that pop in and, and little, you know, he tries this, and he's swinging on a rope a little and doing little things, and you hear some of that in the preview thing that I played for you. So, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of Batman, uh, if you're a fan of, of cool comic book shows, uh, I, I mean, honestly, this, uh, this series is as good, is good or better than what they've done in the recent, some of the DC stuff that's been put out. But, uh, although I thought justice league movie was okay. And I, and of course, wonder woman was great. And I've enjoyed the Christopher Nolan Batman films and, uh, we'll see how Aquaman does this fall. But uh, anyway, they uh, this you get a show, you know, you get a show every week, an hour each week. Each week. So check out Gotham if you're a fan. I, I know this is a show that some people were watching and then fell off maybe. But uh, you should go back and check it out. Uh, it, it's really, really fun. And uh, just just a great cast. And uh, and Marina Baccarin's in there from uh, Deadpool and from uh, Firefly. So what the heck. And uh, they got married. He, he, her, him. Ben McKenzie, the guy who plays Gordon, and married her. She's the um, uh, doctor, Doctor Tompkins, Leslie Tompkins, Lee Tompkins, uh, on the show. So, and and she had a pretty big role this past season too. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check it out uh, when you get a chance. I, I, you know, again, amazing cast. They brought the Joker in uh, this year a bit and things. So, although that no one's really called him the Joker yet, they call Penguin Penguin, uh, Riddler Riddler. Uh, freeze, freeze! I think uh, most of the most of the villains that you've seen uh, over um, time with Batman are there, but they've never. Joker seems to be that one they kind of leave off to the side. But there is definitely a, a Joker um, type character in this uh, the past season, and and I think he was in the season before that as well too. So Gotham, check it out. Uh, worth your time, especially if you're a fan of of Batman. And who who isn't a fan of Batman? Come on. Life is a fragile thing. You must cultivate the beauty and prune back the rest. Agent Colton of Shield, you've come to save us. Who are you? I'm one of the true believers. Believers in what? In you. What the hell's going on? We're in space. One thing we haven't done yet. Any idea what that is? Have you ever seen an alien movie? It's a lot of pressure to carry the fate of humanity on your shoulders. Hang on. Come on. Marvel's Agents of Shield returns on a new night, Friday, starting December first, on ABC.
All right, so uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season, uh, what is it, season five now? I think we just had, uh, yeah, this show has always been fun for me. I've always enjoyed it. I think um, I think the last few seasons, especially, I think the first couple weren't maybe as good and as interesting. I, th- I really liked last season. This season I liked pretty much, too. Uh, this season they basically sent, spent a lot of it in space, as you heard in that trailer preview for it, uh, But uh, and and pretty crazy things happened there. Like, uh, hey, it's a comic book show. But I love Phil Coulson. Clark Gregg uh, does it does a great job. Uh, and uh, and and I just I, again, I, I've said it almost well for every show that I've been talking about. I, I love the cast. I love the characters. I love the actors. So, and I think this also just like Gossam got Gossam Gossam <laughs> Gossam Girls got Gossam where Batman lives. It he's gossipy. Uh, but Gotham and and agents of shield i think are both coming they're both coming back next season and they're both getting i think a final a final season so it gives them a nice little opportunity to um to sort of um clear the decks kind of so to speak what i'm really interested without any spoilers what i'm really interested to figure out is how agents of shield is going to deal with the aftermath of the avengers infinity war film because things happen in that movie if you've seen it you know that they, I think they're going to have to because those they're they're connected. It's not a separate little world or universe. So uh, these things are connected, and they're going to have to comment on that a bit somehow. I, I'm I think I feel, or maybe they'll just completely ignore it, and I'm wrong. I don't I don't know, but uh, yeah, Agents of Shield, cool show. I I didn't really like it being on Friday night. Uh, I know for some people who watch things you know later and binge and things, it doesn't matter what night these shows air, but. The, the the Friday night thing is is just ugh, it's just not good. Uh, I mean, it's the death slot basically, right? Not nothing. People go out and have fun on Fridays, and and TV viewer, you know, I think it's the between Friday and Saturday. I think well, I think Saturday's even worse, but they're the lowest, you know, viewership. Uh, people are out doing stuff on Fridays and Saturdays. So uh, okay, so I think let's. Is that most of the network stuff I wanted to talk about? I'm thinking. I I, th- I think it is. There, there's others. There's other stuff I watched, other stuff I enjoyed. Let's go off into talk about a few of the cable series that I, I enjoyed as well. And I don't think I'm going to play any clips here. I think I'm just going to talk a little bit. Um, Mr. Robot is one. It's not really sci-fi exactly. It kind of is. It's about computers and things. Uh, it's tricky to explain. It's a, it's a really, really well produced and well done show very very movie like just really interesting the way they do it and i've loved this show uh since the start uh they're doing another season i think we just had season three this past season and we're getting a four season four not sure when that's going to air it's a cable show so it falls into sort of a different category but definitely mr robot i i've talked about it a little bit before I, i it's a really wonderful show it's a hard show to watch, though. I, I will warn you. There's there's a, there's language. It's it's on you know cable USA, I think. But uh, there's language. There there's some violence. It's 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 a it's a rough show in, at times. And speaking of rough shows, let's talk about the other one, Walking Dead. I don't want to say too much, but I I'm kind of over Walking Dead. I need it to be over. It, it it's it's not it's not the go-to show anymore. It's not amazing. I get more frankly irritated by it than anything uh so and and then there it sounds like some of the cast they're going to lose next year so uh, like the major guy that's been well announced in 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 the news so with that said i i don't know what that means for um 
for the future of this show, really. I think it's going to be tricky. So, uh, But it's still a show that I watch pretty much weekly. And, uh, and, you know, they brought in a storyline from the comics this season that I was never a big fan of. Uh, but uh, the uh, next thing I want to talk about, Cable, another Cable show that's the, the trippiest, weirdest show you probably will ever have seen or ever watch. It's called Legion. It's based on the comic book character Legion from the uh, from the Mutants X-Verse. Uh, he's basically Charles Xavier's son. He's got super mental powers, telepathy, telekinesis. He's, uh, he, you know, his um, mental powers are pretty much unsurpassed. But this this show is it, it's so off the deep end in terms of crazy, wacky, hard to explain. Um, but it's just trippy and, and weird, and I love it. And, and the cast is good again, of course. Uh, but it's if you're looking for a, a normal kind of well, you know, normal structured type of TV show, Legion is 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 way over the rainbow kind of. It's it's it, it is weird. It is weird. You'll watch an episode for a week and you won't even know what's going on. So, um, and speaking of that, uh, a, a little bit related to that, I, I guess because it just ended, it sort of, I guess, was this season. It was uh, Westworld, HBO, another very weird show to watch and, and tricky, and and probably this season even more. I think first season, this was season two. Uh, season one was uh, uh, much more straightforward, basically in concept. This season, I, I probably didn't enjoy it quite as much as season one. Uh, I think it got a little uh, over, like, the, the episodes kind of mushed together for me. They weren't very distinctive. Some of them were, but th- there's a new interesting concept that they're bringing in uh, this year that they didn't last year that I thought was cool. And I know, again, can't say too much. Uh, sorry if this podcast is like me just going, oh, that's a cool show. Watch that without saying a whole lot, but... I do want to point some of these things out if you guys haven't seen them, but Westworld, HBO, uh, for those that either, you know, sign up for HBO or have cable, HBO, whatever, you, however you do it, very much well worth watching, a, a, a pretty fascinating series to see, and uh, I, I, I enjoy it quite a bit, and I was watching that one pretty much weekly. Like I said, these are the, these are the top-tier shows for me. Uh, what else can I talk about uh, let me uh, double check my list here. I'm going to take a short break. I'll come back with any shows that I might have missed, and then we'll just wrap up uh, today's podcast. Hey, this is Ethan Phillips from Star Trek Voyager, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. Yeah, I just checked my uh, my notes, my list here. I, I think I covered pretty much most of the big shows that I enjoyed and watched. I don't even remember when the last season of Game of Thrones was. Was that like last summer? into the early fall we won't talk about it. i mean i love that show it's not coming back still until what still 2019 <laughs> it's for the final final episodes and and i think is it is that even going to be busted up into two more parts or something ridiculous like that i i mean i love that show but they need to just like okay come on give it to us so right ugh Talk about you. They 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 won't let you binge that guy. I, I guess unless you watch it way later after it's aired. Um, I did watch one show, uh, a new show uh, that was non-sci-fi. I guess I can mention it real quickly. Uh, Seal Team uh, with David Boreanaz, who you know Angel from Buffy, right? Uh, not sci-fi at all. About Seal Teams in in, in uh, working over mostly in the Middle East, and uh, I, I found it a really a good show, pretty solid, and. Uh, I enjoyed the season of that, so um, 
But uh, yeah, that should cover it pretty well, I think, for the television stuff that I wanted to cover. Oh, I'm looking at my outdoor thermometer here, and it's 11 o'clock in the morning here in Michigan uh, on Sunday morning, and it is 91 degrees. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, like that's just never hardly happens here. Uh, yeah, there's no such thing as global warming. Well, you know, let's not talk about that. I, I, I think climate change is, is a big topic for, not for this podcast, but... You know, last summer, truthfully, we were really not that warm for the most part. This summer is, we've had, we've already had more 90 or over degree days, 90 Fahrenheit or over, uh, so far being it's only July 1st in Michigan this spring summer than we did like all of last year in 2016. So there you go. Uh, and this next week is going to be for the 4th of July is going to be, we're going to be either upper 80s or low 90s. So there's your weather report again. I know you guys appreciate that. So, so what else? A, a couple of little quick notes that I, 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 a couple things. I'm still trying to finish up uh, Lost in Space on, on uh, Netflix. I know I think I said that even last time. I've got like two episodes left still. Jessica Jones trying to fi- finish up season two so I can start watching Luke Cage. Uh, I'm still finishing off this anime series that's pretty cool uh, called Death Note. Uh, that If you're into anime, uh, that is a, a very cool show. Although the last few episodes are seem to be quite a bit different than the early part of the show uh, was. so, uh, But it's good. And, oh, there's just so much to see, so much to read in comics. Oh, this week is a big comic book week. Actually, comic book day is on Wednesday. This week being 4th of July, actually, the comic book stores are open because this is the big Batman number 50 coming out this week where Batman and Catwoman supposedly get married. So, uh, And then a bunch of other new number one issues coming out they're rebooting or re- not really rebooting but renumbering spider-man number one a captain america number one others so uh, i'm a big comic book fan my older son steven is is fast fast becoming a huge comic book fan too he's been reading a lot lately uh he just read like 50 batman comics to get caught up in the last like t- couple of weeks <laughs> so uh so yeah so uh that's going to be fun. I'm, I'm going to, it's going to be a fun 4th to be able to go and get some cool comics uh, on the 4th of July. You know, the 4th of July being in the middle of the week is a little awkward. I'm mostly working this week except for Wednesday. So, you know, a couple days of work, a day off, a couple more days of work, then a weekend. I guess it's not so bad. So, All right, folks. Well, hey, a couple last-minute things. Um, upcoming on the podcast next week should be a guest spot. Uh, I got to find someone, but uh, you guys, if you, anyone's ever interested in doing a guest spot on Treks and Sci-Fi, just let me know, treksf at gmail.com. Uh, in two weeks, I'm going to cover a Trek episode. I haven't figured out quite which one yet, uh, but I'm going to do a Trek episode in, in the, on the 22nd. will be an off week for me because I'm going to be at Comic-Con that week. And the 29th, the last weekend, the last Sunday of July, will be uh, a video show about Comic-Con. So that should be fun to put together. That'll be... Uh, me looking through lots of pictures, lots of video, and, and trying to condense it down to some uh, reasonable thing to show you guys. Uh, so that's what's coming up on the podcast. You can always support the show over at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Treks in Sci-Fi. You can find music videos and other videos for the show over at, uh, what do I use again? Oh my gosh, Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O dot com forward slash Trekkie. And I, and I link that all on our Treks and Sci-Fi Facebook group as well, on the Treks and Sci-Fi Facebook page. Uh, you can always contact me through those means or through the treksf at gmail.com. 
again, I'm going to be at Comic-Con, so guys, anyone's going to be out there, let me know. Love to meet you. And I think that'll do it. I, I thought there was something else I wanted to talk about besides it being hot out and TV. And uh, I guess that's about it. I, uh, I'm going to get out of here, edit this up, put it up later today. Probably have to edit it after I get back from the Jurassic World movie. Uh, because that I got to grab a little lunch and then I'm going to head over to the movies. So everyone take care, stay cool wherever you are. Be nice to each other. Be nice. I know people get a little crazy when it's hot out, uh, but just take a breath, drink some, drink some water, drink some lemonade, stay hydrated, keep your pets hydrated. What am I a public sponsor now? Uh, but boy, keep those poor animals. Uh, don't leave them out in the heat. They may, you know, it's not good. Don't do that. Don't do that. So everyone, take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.